0: Hellozzy, everyone, moms, dads, nana's, pop pops, aunts, uncles, sons, and daughters. Hey guys, it is Moquinta back with uh, another episode of Just Ask Nana. So we're doing something a little different today. First, I want to say thank you to every last one of my subscribers. I think it's amazing that I get to say that now. I have subscribers, there's people that want to hear me um, And I don't care if it's just family I love you and I thank you And I appreciate you offering your ear to me um, And I know it's been a few weeks, quite a few weeks actually uh, Since my last episode And of course I was extremely emotional I had experienced a lot of uh, trying times and that season has not ended as of yet. Um so like I said today, tonight we are doing something a little bit different. I am currently in the car headed back to take a rental back. Um it is what time is it Lord? Oh it's eight oh nine PM Eastern Standard Time so you guys I'm gonna to talk to you while I'm in the car tonight. Um I am following behind my husband who of course is driving our car so but um, I just kind of wanted to say hi and I'm going to use this opportunity just to tell you a little bit about what's been going on Um, yeah we're just gonna chat a little bit tonight so uh, we my family um, my children my husband experienced a major loss to them my husband's dad passed away um, on the 13th, Friday the 13th, uh, and he fought an amazing fight. I keep hearing my husband say what a, what an amazing life he lived, um, and we were so blessed. God kissed on us um, in such an amazing way to allow us some opportunities to spend his final moments uh, with him, to allow his children, and his grandchildren to surround him with an incredible amount of love Um, but it did not it didn't take away the blunt force of the lost all right Um, so yeah and then on that same night a few hours prior to my husband's dad passing uh, my uncle one of my favorite uncles um, my last uncle on my mom's side uh passed away um just like i said a couple hours prior and it hit me harder than i expected it to like i loved my uncle so much and he was always the super funny um really playful say whatever's on his mind kind of uncle and he loved love loved loved his family Uh, some of you that know me know that I am, I come from a family full of girls so when there was a man around uh, he was always kind of the center of attention and Uncle Johnny was no, was not any less than that, he was every bit of the center of attention Um, and yeah, so it was thinking about it just kind of recapping these last 10 days it's only been 10 days uh since everything happened and in 10 days we've lost two amazing men and uh, memorial or funeralized is that a word funeralized i think so um both of them in 10 days i experienced my first um muslim funeral which was an experience in itself it was uh very interesting to watch it was an honor to be a part of um but it is it's very very heavy it forces you to process information very quickly um traditionally they have less than 72 hours to go from the point of them actually passing to the point of them being uh buried and My dad, excuse me, my husband and his brothers and sisters did that in less than 24 hours. Um, Their dad passed at 11.45 p.m. and by, uh, I want to say about 6.45 on Saturday, the very next day, 6.45 p.m., they had already buried him um, and we were moving right along and I just want to take a few minutes just to, you know, remember them, remember how amazing they were, um, just give them some time to be honored, you know, I cannot imagine what my husband and his siblings are going through, um, watching them is an extremely hard experience, kind of went back and forth on whether or not i was going to talk about it tonight um and i think that it's important to talk about it's like i said in my last episode when we experience things it's an opportunity for other people to hear what we've gone through because now in today's time we're so social media lies like we. to put on these facades and these fronts and these faces um to act quote unquote real or exciting for social media and you do that to get all these likes and in actuality your your real life your everyday, when you wake up and when you go to sleep you're you're battling these moments in your life and you don't know how to get over it because You're not exposing yourself to another person so somebody can say, oh yeah, I've been through that and this is what I did to get past that moment. Um, And that just kind of goes right into, and I'm always gonna say, you know, what Just Ask Nana is about. And the more that I've exposed Just X Nana to the public, um, the more I've noticed how much it's needed many different aspects, and many different areas. Um, It's required for people to have an avenue to get information. And um, to answer some of you guys' questions, have there been uh, people out there that have volunteered and said, oh yeah, I'll do, you know, come ask me. I'm a nana. I'm a grandmother. I'm a grandfather. I want to answer some questions. I've had a couple uh, and I think the logistics of it, of how to uh, get somebody from Texas onto my podcast without us actually being face-to-face, um, it's just kind of where we are landed. So for any of my podcast listeners, my fellow podcasters, if you have any information, because y'all know I'm still new at this, if you have any information and you want to share, and say hey if you got people out of state out of the country that want to be a part and you can do it this way That i'm all ears i want to know how to best get these things because i do get people that want to be a part that want to be interviewed that want to answer questions but i don't know how to get them to this point (laughs) so um yeah i just threw that out there but there are so many people um that are going through moments in life and they need answers to them. Like this very moment. Uh, you know, how to deal with such a a loss of such magnitude. Um, how to manage your emotions. So, I'll tell you uh, what's happened, how my children are managing. And you guys know I'm going to be as transparent as possible. So... My kids went right back to school after that first weekend. So Friday the thirteenth, um, their grandfather passed. They had been with him the two days prior. So Wednesday and third, well, mainly Thursday, um, they had been with him all day Thursday, uh, all day Friday. We had the funeral Saturday, um, and then they were right back to school Monday morning. Right by thursday <laughs> no by tuesday or wednesday my oldest son who is seven um had already been in a fight and yeah he's a you know he's a boy he's all boy but he's not the kind of kid that'll just intentionally pick a fight and i asked him i said you know nas what happened like why why would you hit somebody and he says "Oh, well, mommy i was crying in the bathroom room about Abu because I was sad and then a little boy um said that he didn't care that I was crying so when he left out the bathroom I followed him and I hit him and then we started fighting and immediately my heart broke for him because I realized that he's processing his he's processing his sadness as anger and I was so it was such an unfamiliar territory for me like how do I get him out of this space how do I um redirect his sadness and help him understand that it's okay to experience that emotion we have spent the last seven years telling this little boy you know stop crying man up and here he is being faced with a serious emotion that constitutes him crying or being emotional, and I don't know how to tell him to, you know, walk through that to experience that pain. Um, and the same thing he did it, you know, uh, the very next morning, uh, he was kind of, he was just really aggressive and really angry, uh, fussing about some things that uh, his dad had from his grandfather. He's like, all the, none of this stuff belongs to us, we just need to take it all back to our blues house. And, um, me trying to explain it to him just made him even worse. And instead of him just crying and just experiencing the emotion that us as adults would just, you know, experience, he's aggressive about it and he's very, um, he's not volatile, he's not like throwing glass and like hurting people, no, but. He doesn't understand um, how to process those emotions. So this territory that we've been in um, has been the same, has been that, trying to walk through that. And me as a mom, trying to um, figure out how to help him process through those emotions. And his dad as well, trying to deal with the fact that he's the adult and it's his dad that's gone. And he's processing through that and having to help his children work through that their feelings as well at the same time so it's it's such a catch-22 and then as soon as we dealt with that we had to drive from Atlanta to Baltimore to deal to for them to experience yet another funeral and I caught some some backlash for that I did from family members, from friends that said it was too much on my kids. They should not have had to do two funerals at once. Um, And here is, and I'm always open, and I'm always this transparent so that you guys can have the conversation with me. And I'm okay with talking to myself, okay, in the car or in my office or wherever I decide to record my podcast because... I know eventually somebody's going to have an input and they're going to say, okay, let's do this. This is another way that you could have dealt with that situation. Um, But my take on the sheltering of children is this. I do not personally believe that I should have to shield my children away from real life experiences people die in real life, right? So if I don't expose them to it, then we create, we continue in this generation of overly sensitized uh, human beings that do not want to or do not feel the need to, what is the word I'm looking for, develop kind of a, a tolerance for hardship. I think my pastor posted something similar to that um, earlier, maybe today or yesterday. But we create this generation of people that don't know how to deal with hard times because we create a shield around them. And I get it. You know, we, as this generation, are trying to not do uh, what our parents did. And, oh, I would never do this because my parents did it and I was traumatized from it. There's no... You're not traumatized. No, you you have learned how to process and deal with information and filter out right and wrong and quickly um, analyze moments in your life where you can make adjustments and then move forward. If we continue in this space where, no, your children should not have experienced two funerals in under seven days, then... What, what lesson did they learn? That life, people die and I don't have to acknowledge the death? No. When people die, we honor them. We honor the life that they lived and it's sad and it sucks and we are crying. Like I explained that to my daughter. We're crying because we can no longer touch them. We are losing the physical portion of them, but our memories and our thoughts and their spirit and their lessons is what we hold on to is how we continue to live our life um alongside them with them with us so you know and that goes into that can go into so many other things um how people shield their kids away from food how people shield their kids away from people away from movies and television and am i saying that let me say this as a disclaimer Do I think that there is an obsessive amount of um, oversharing for the media's version of propaganda? Yes, I do. I think that the media is forcibly putting things in front of your children for them to see it and expose it to them. And then for children to make this weird decision of, oh, that looked cool because it was on the Loud House. um, And then do it, right? However... I think we as parents hold the responsibility of stewarding over our children. Giving them the information of right and wrong and how to analyze, process and deal. I want my children to know that, you know, that things happen. That people experience things. And it's not always easy and a lot of times it's really really hard and adults don't always have all the answers i think it's crazy that parents want their children to believe that they don't go through anything that they don't know and i think for um my daughter who my oldest daughter who's 11 um hey Zai, she listens to the podcast guys on her phone <laughs> so hey Zai, i love you um she she said on it was after my uncle's funeral and she said mommy i think that's the first time i've ever seen daddy cry and it very well maybe i know in my life that i've been married to my husband um that i've known him i've known him close to 20 years now and this is only the third time that i've ever seen him cry and i can tell you with extensive information what each situ what each moment was like I had she shared she said it was it's like daddy is the superhero and he's never hurt by anything and so to see him crying at losing his dad I didn't really know what to do with that and I don't think she lost anything for him I don't think she you know moved I think that this is a moment where our children are getting to see the vulnerability of us as adults, as parents, that we get hurt, that we have a hard time, that we go through things. So um, I know I said a mouthful already, but my question to you guys tonight is this. How are you preparing yourself um, if you don't have children, you know how are you preparing yourself for major loss, and that loss could be of a person, of finances, of material, uh, of anything. Loss affects us differently in every aspect. When we lose jobs, when we lose money, when we lose homes, when we lose cars, when we lose people, and loss is loss. There is, there's no. There's no loss that's better than the other. They, we, all, we take it on as an emotion um, every single time. So uh, for those of you who do not have children, how do you process, how are you preparing yourself to process loss? And are you exposing yourself to other people so that they get to see you in your vulnerable space? For those of you that do have children, how are you preparing your children to experience that loss? Or are you preparing them? Do you feel, are you saying, McQuinta, you're wrong. I'm not going to prepare them for loss because I don't want them to ever have that feeling. Um, and I think it's all—it's okay to have a difference of opinion. Nobody's going to, you know, go crazy of a difference of opinion. That we need to change the dynamic of how we're seeing people who don't agree with us, right? Everybody has an opinion. And if you don't agree with me, that's okay. I'm still going to love you. You're, we're not not friends because you don't agree that, you know, the sky is a certain color. No. I respect you and you being colorblind, okay? Okay. <laughs> you may not see the sky for the color that i see it as right But i'm gonna you know i'm not i'm that's foolish for me to um downsize your opinion because i don't see what you see it's crazy so it's okay let me say that it's okay if we don't agree it's okay if um 50% of us feel that this is right, that we expose our children to loss, that we expose ourselves to loss, and we expose ourselves to each other. Um, And 42% of us believe that you shouldn't expose it. And then 8% of us say, well, I don't know. I've never crossed that bridge yet. Um, Which actually brings me to another topic or another point in this topic. There is such a large amount of people that have never experienced loss they do not know what it is like to lose something of a great magnitude there's even more people than you think that's never experienced death they have never had a person they know die they've never been to a funeral they don't they they've never experienced that and god bless you um because it is a it is a challenging emotion to weather through um, but I did not know that. I had no idea <laughs> that that uh, percentage of people existed that had never experienced death they had only experienced you know life and their, their concept of someone dying that they actually know or you know have communicated with is, almost null and void to them. It's something that they just cannot conceptualize at all. Um, which makes this conversation even better. Because there are some people that just don't know. You know? And what better opportunity than to create a safe space where we can ask the question, you know, what is death like? What is that experience like? How do you prepare yourself for that? How do you, um, handle children in that space? And I I am, I'm asking all moms and dads, grandparents, um, anybody that has, that have children, um, or has had children, and that that's inclusive of adoptive parents foster parents because you guys have to go through it as well um how do you guide your children through this space when you yourself are trying to guide yourself through this emotion as an adult you know um i want to know what you guys have to say about that i want to know how you guys are doing in that space um it helps. It helps to have the conversation. It helps to experience each other in a different light. Um, My pastor says all the time, you guys don't want to know who she is actually. Um, You only should know her by the spirit, right? And I, I, I agree with that. I agree that when you are in a space that you are over lives that there's only so much you can give to them. And the same thing goes for parents. Um, my, I don't want my children to know everything. I just want them to know that things do exist, right? If they knew all of who their mom was, they would have a lack of respect for me. But if they know that their mother is human and that she cries and that she gets angry and that she experienced this, the same emotions that they experience then they have a respect for me as a person and they lose the the stardom behind who I am and they say oh she bleeds the same way I bleed and I respect her for her position as my mom but I understand that she herself is also dealing with a multitude of emotions Right? That's all I'm saying. Um, I feel like I was rambling a little bit. And that's okay. I I like rambling sometimes. Um, But I want to hear back from you guys. I have started (laughs) my uh, Facebook page. um, Just X Nana. So it is all three words. Just justxask nana N-A-N-A um, on Facebook I will be starting my Instagram next I don't know that I want an Instagram I'm just I'm just being honest because I don't know that Just X Nana has photos but I don't know maybe the photo will be the question um, maybe I'll post different grandmothers at certain times and I don't know we'll see how it goes um, and then I think one of the other things I'll also be starting um, is a website will be coming next, will be coming soon, Um That is the thing that I've been working on for the last month. Um, and, of course, in these last two weeks, it's just been haywire. So, we haven't had time to really set and do those things. Um, so, Yeah. Uh, Just X Nana on Facebook. Um, if you want to follow me personally, I am Maquinta, M A Q U I N T A, Islam, I S L A M. Um, and I'd love to get to know you. You guys hear me say that a lot. I want to know who you are, I want to know what your thoughts are. And most importantly, I want to know what questions you have. And in the process, I'm going to continue to tell you about the life I'm experiencing. Um, hopefully my fellow podcasters and my podcast listeners um may have some logistical information to share with me on how to get people on here with me um of course if i could i would invite you over to my house and we can sit in my living room and record this podcast together every wednesday but i don't know that you guys want to fly out to atlanta that often and if you are in Atlanta, I don't know if you want to make the drive, you know, an hour and a half past Atlanta, because that's where I live, an hour and a half past Atlanta. Um, so, um, but I do, I want I want guests, I want you guys to be on here, I want you guys to, I, the ones who want to be on here, to answer questions and ask questions. It's not, I, if there's young people out here that don't have kids, or you're just young with kids, or you're a single mom and you got questions and you want to be on here and laugh and hang out with me, then let's do that too, right? Um, Like I said, I want to get to know who you are. I want to get an opportunity to love on you and share my experiences with you. Um, And like I said, most importantly, I want to hear what your thoughts are. I want to know what you want to know. And that way we can answer those questions. We can get those things out. We can understand how to help the people around us. Um, but that's all I have for for you guys tonight. I am doing so well on keeping up with this 30 minutes. And I'm telling y'all, it is not me. It is the Holy Spirit. Do you hear what I'm saying to y'all? Okay? Because I had no intentions. There was, I have to drive um, from my house to the rental car location is... Probably about an hour and five minute drive, and I started this podcast probably about 15 minutes into my drive, and now I'm over, you know, living this life. And here we are with just a few minutes to spare. Um, so we're gonna go ahead and cut out. I love you, Uh, I cannot wait to hear from you. Um, I cannot wait to talk to you guys. I'm gonna post this episode on uh facebook so that you guys can be a part of it uh so you guys can see it know where to go and look for it i am on all podcasts available things you guys hear my blinker going (laughs) off i don't know maybe recording in the car isn't the best option i don't know but um i am on all podcasts Available sites and listening places Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many, many more. And I hope that you get to hear me and hear me soon. I love you all and good night, guys.